dives in for the touchdown. Did he get it? Yes, sir, he did. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. You're listening to the One Podcast. Hello and welcome to a bi-week edition of the One Pridecast presented by MGM Grand Detroit. I'm Tori Petri, joined on the other line by Mike O'Hara. Mike, thanks for taking some time out of the bi-week to chat. Well, Tori, thanks for having me. Things a little looser this week. I made my own breakfast, which is <laughs> coffee and more coffee. So that's it. I will yeah. see you next week, a week from today, and I'll be a little thinner, a little lighter, and look forward <laughs> to the delicious treats I get from Tori I'm taking off on the bye week. I'm not not providing any snacks on the bye week. But we are going to provide the listeners with a short little miniature episode of the podcast. Uh, We'll just do a little bit of a look at where the Lions stand at the bye. Usually we'd preview the next game, but we'll save that for next week. So, Mike, how would you describe where the Lions stand four weeks into their season at their bye week? I think they're sort of like uh, they got – got hit with a sucker punch and don't really know what hit him maybe uh there's an old line of like a guy talking what it's like for a defensive back to get blindsided he said it's some it's like stepping out into traffic carrying a bag of groceries and getting hit by a car and you don't care what happened to the groceries it just it's i don't think they really at all prepared for for what's happened to them they didn't expect to be one and three the way they're one and three and I looked at a team last week uh, in the last game against the New Orleans Saints and just a lack of energy in that team. Just, uh, and, you know, Chris Spielman talked about that on our one of our videos, Three and Out. He said, around the league, teams bring have to bring energy, and he doesn't see energy in the Detroit Lions, and I could not agree more. Yeah, I mean, that's just the way things are right now with stadiums being empty is that it's up that's to the part teams of it. Yeah, yeah, sure, to, to bring sure, their own absolutely. energy. and. You know, it maybe wasn't quite as evident in this game against the Saints, but I thought it was so evident in that game against the Chicago Bears in the fourth quarter when the Lions were falling behind and the Bears were making a comeback and the Bears' sideline was just going wild and the Lions' sideline was pretty quiet. And and that was a very uh, clear picture of the energy that, that teams have to bring. You know, we keep talking about the leads they have, and it's, it sounds great, like 14-0 against the Saints, Tori. And, you know, we really get – there's a perception that the Lions were just absolutely dragging the Saints up and down the field. But when you really think about it, Saints, the Saints offense had been on the play, on the field for one play. So it's not like they were shutting them down. They played four minutes of football, and they got an interception on a tip ball and took it in in three plays for a touchdown. And then all of a sudden the Saints are on the field for their second possession, and, and – they drive for a touchdown, and, and, and it's 14-7, and it's a ball game. So really, I think there's a false sense that they had really been dominating that game when really they'd been on the field for, for one play on defense and, and two possessions on offense, one of them an 18-yard possession. Now, look, they cashed in, give them credit, but the game was just beginning, so it doesn't, doesn't excuse what happened, five straight possessions that, that result in, uh, in touchdowns for the, for the Saints. But to me, I just, I just think, I think we looked at it a little differently than the, than the reality of the situation. This season, there are even more ways to get into the game thanks to Lions Bingo presented by BetMGM. Lion fans can play along for free all season long for the chance to win great prizes, including the grand prize each week of a weekend stay at an MGM Resorts location. Just download the Lions mobile app and register to play Lions Bingo each and every week. Play along during the game, and once you hit bingo, you score. Courtesy of our friends at BetMGM. Learn more and lock in your Lions Bingo board before kickoff by visiting the official Lions mobile app now. 
So the Lions have lost three games so far. They've just won the one against the Arizona Cardinals. Mike, if you had to pick one of the losses that was uh, maybe the most frustrating to see, uh, which one would you say that it would be? Oh, Chicago by far. I mean, they had that game won once with a 23-6 to lead, and then they had it they had it won again. You know, after the you know after the uh, 21 straight points by the Chicago Bears, led by you know, I forget the name of the Chicago quarterback. You're not playing anymore. But uh, <laughs> then they come back and they've got it won again. Balls in the air to rookie running back DeAndre Swift, and the, you know he's a, he's a stride the goal line, has the ball in his hands, and as he turns, it falls out of his hands somehow. And you know what? We've watched that that the young man since then. He is a terrifically gifted athlete and football player and running back he doesn't drop anything but he dropped that one then so they had the game won twice and they had it lost twice that's uh, to me that that's that's the one that's gonna as right now depending on what happens going forward that's the one that the one that's gonna they're gonna look back and go that that could have ruined our season and a lot of things that go with a ruined season Yeah, and it was just week one when that happened. You know, Mike, we've seen this team struggle with a lot of things. Obviously, we've talked about them having leads and then losing leads. What would you say is their biggest issue right now? Uh, Defensive playmaking. I know they've got, you know, four interceptions in the last last two games. In the National Football League, the way this is – you know, the, 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 the rules are and the way the game is constructed now, you have to get to the quarterback. And that doesn't guarantee anything either because you can he can drop back 30 times and you can sack him five times and he's still got 25 shots at shredding you. But you get you have to get consistent pressure and you have to get sacks on the quarterback to change things. I mean, look what happened. They get, it wasn't even a sack. It wasn't even really a pressure. It was Danny Shelton, I give him credit, got his hands up on, 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 on Drew Brees' first pass of the game, deflected it. And, and Daryl Roberts intercepts it. Bingo! The Lions are in, base, in, in business. The week before, three interceptions. That's probably probably the reason they won. But you know, the difference in winning the game against you know the Arizona Cardinals and, and, and Kyler Murray. But that that's been absent. That was one play in Sunday's game, and and then the three turnovers. The only you know that in, in in game three against against the Cardinals. Except for that, they haven't done it. And you've got to get to the quarterback. And I don't know how that's going to change. It's going to change by scheme. You know, uh, Matt Patricia, the head coach, has talked about taking a hard look at all of this stuff. And he said that this was a welcome break. They could look at some things and see what they've, what they've been doing. That also includes what they haven't been doing, Tori. And that is, to me, they've got to find a way to pressure quarterbacks. Or, or this is going to be a, a monumental skid, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you. Defensive playmaking is something that they have been missing aside from, you know, the, like you said, those three plays in Arizona. And it's tough to win when, you know, your defense just isn't making big plays. And, and we haven't really seen that. Uh, you know, you said Matt and Patricia talked about wanting to take a look at the scheme and, and maybe make some adjustments here at the bye week. What do you feel like needs to change over the bye for them to get things turned around? Well, like I said, they've got to find some, some either by scheme or substitution, change in players, whatever, but they've got to find a way to, to get, you know, get, get the opponent in. It's not just the sack, but all of a sudden the, the pressure, you know, you get, you get hurried passes, you get late, you know, you get late throws or sometimes early throws before the receivers come out of his break. You get tipped balls you get a chance to get interceptions just like you did in that their first play of, of the game Sunday and I think whatever they do whether it's a change in personnel 
whatever, a trade, you know, something, whatever. And I don't know exactly, you know, which defensive end, which pass rushers out there who's available. But if they could make a deal like they did two years ago for, for Damon Harrison, who really gave him a lift and, and for eight games didn't last, but for those eight games it helped change that defense, uh, then, then find a way to do it. And, and like I said, I don't know who that would be. I don't know who's out there who might be, be available, but, but they've got to do something because they just can't come back for the last 12 games and do what they've been doing because what they've been doing for four games isn't working. And that's, I'm, not, you know, I'm not taking the, the blame away from the offense either because they've had their problems too. At least they've scored points, but they've had issues also. Sure. I, I, that was going to be my next question. I wanted to touch on the offense. Obviously, we haven't been seeing Matthew Stafford play at the level that we're used to seeing him play at. And we all had really high hopes for this offense coming into this season because it was the second year under Daryl Bevel because Matthew Stafford was returning and they were so outstanding last year before Matthew Stafford got injured playing in that Daryl Bevel offense. What do you feel like ails the offense or Matthew Stafford? I don't think Matthew's played his, his best football. I don't think he's been terrible or anything like that. But I think uh, we, we talked about him last year at around the National Football League that he was playing at an MVP level. That doesn't mean he was going to win it because they were 3-4-1, and one, and that's not the one loss record that puts you at the top of the consideration. You're just talking about that he was playing at that level, and, and really that offense was, was really humming with him. Once again, absent of a really potent running game, and, and they've picked that up a little bit, but... He just—he doesn't seem to be the same player. It seems like to me that this, this whole, first of all, the COVID thing is different this year. It's changed everything. And you're talking about people with families, you know, kids. He's got three kids. You're talking about people with family members. You're talking about the uncertainty around the league. Every time, every every morning, I, I turn on Sports Center, ESPN, and there's another team and another player, and there's another game that's in jeopardy. And you know, I think that that would weigh on me. I mean, I'm, I don't play football. I think about it. You know, I'm, I'm as cautious as I can possibly be and still live my life. And so I think that has an issue, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that, and I don't think any player would ever really come out and say that. But he just hasn't been, hasn't been the same. I just don't see the same fire. And maybe maybe the, the losing has finally has really gotten to him because he's always been you know, an upbeat, energetic, energetic guy. He just seems like just a little bit washed out right now for whatever reason. Now, look, I'm psychoanalyzing Matthew Stafford, okay? <laughs> Dr. O'Hara is, you know, taking house calls too, but it just, <laughs> it just, you know, from watching him, I've seen every pass, he, every play he's played in his career. And, you know, I, I, I think the world of Matthew Stafford. So this is an analysis. It's not a criticism. Uh, I totally understand that. I'll be in for my appointment next week. Is that all right? <laughs> uh, bring coffee and donuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right, Mike, I know, I know fans are feeling pretty discouraged after these first four games of the season. Do you feel like the Lions still have a chance to turn it around after the bye? Well, of course they do because the numbers are on their side. It's four down and 12 to go. Sure. And then, you know, I would say a pretty favorable schedule coming up with, uh, you know, Carolina and Jacksonville and they're in whatever order. I think it's Jacksonville first. We call that Tory Petri country. It is. Uh, I know. I know. We, we can't wait to go. Oh, I'm sorry. We can't go. Yeah. But anyway, I know. But but you know, those are those are winnable games. But I also thought, you know, Chicago clearly was a winnable game, and and then they had the lead and couldn't hold it. And then I thought Sunday against the Saints was winnable. And next thing you know, it's 35-14. So so I I'm not counting on anything with 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 you know with this team. But look, they can come back. They've got two road games coming up before they play another home game. And they come back here three and three, and 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 
they've got a chance. They're, you know, they're in business. They're, seven teams are going to make the playoffs. There's a little thing that I don't, you know, I, I lose sight of myself. I don't really, you know, I don't dwell on it. But in Matt Patricia's first two seasons as head coach of the Detroit Lions, they've been 3-3 three and three after six games both years. You're in, you have a chance. Now, you're probably not going to have a chance for the division the way the Green Bay Packers are going right now at 4-0, and but you've got a chance. You really do. You uh, Mathematically, who says you can't win nine games and make the playoffs? Now, that's I'm not going to get into the old 9-7 and seven isn't good enough, but 9-7 and seven would save a lot of things this year for the way they started, and you've got a chance to do that. So, you know, it's 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 got to come from within the players in terms of energy, and it's got to come from the coaching staff. You know, Matt Patricia and his three coordinators and their assistants to put together game plans and strategies uh, that are going to help you know help you win games. But it's you know it it starts next week, and if 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 they continue to skid the way they are, then then it's going to be a long, 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 long season, and, and no fun for anybody. Yeah. Well, Mike, thanks so much for spending some time with us on the bye week here on the podcast. We appreciate you as always, and I guess we'll just have to wait and see what the Lions end up doing after this bye. Well, absolutely, Troy. I just want to stress one thing. It can happen. Every season it happens for for a couple of teams who all of a sudden get traction. They come out of nowhere, and next thing you know, they're they're in the playoffs and feeling good about themselves, and it can happen here in Detroit. I've seen it before all the years I've covered this team. 1983, they were 1-4, made the playoffs, and almost beat the 49ers in the playoffs. So, guys, it can happen. It's got to come from within. Make it happen. Good stuff, Mike. Enjoy the rest of your bye week. We appreciate you here on the One Pridecast presented by MGM Grand Detroit. Well, thank you, and it's great to be appreciated. (laughs) You always are. And we appreciate the listeners as well. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will chat with you next week when we preview the lines taken on the Jaguars. This season, there are even more ways to get into the game thanks to Lions Bingo presented by BetMGM. Lion fans can play along for free all season long for the chance to win great prizes, including the grand prize each week of a weekend stay at an MGM Resorts location. Just download the Lions mobile app and register to play Lions Bingo each and every week. Play along during the game, and once you hit bingo, you score. Courtesy of our friends at BetMGM. Learn more and lock in your Lions Bingo board before kickoff by visiting the official Lions mobile app now.